Welcome to the Radio 191 FM podcast. We're now chatting with Adam Hathaway of Adam Hathaway and the Haunters. They're playing at Bark on December 4th with kilograms of support. Make sure to check it out. Adam, how are you? Good. I'm good. Thanks, man. Uh, how are you going? I, I'm really swell. Thank you for asking. Um, so could you tell us a bit about your music for some of our listeners who may be unfamiliar with your previous work? Um, we're just a bunch of guys who like to make noise, like, you know, noisy guitar music, but we also kind of worship Bob Dylan. Yeah, that's a, that's a concise and as far as you could go with it, really. Yeah, nice. Now, of course, you're playing in Dunedin on December fourth. Is this your first gig in Dunedin since the COVID lockdown? And what's it like getting yeah. back on stage? Yeah, it's like the first kind of batch of gigs since since that, really. Um, so yeah, I haven't been. There. I don't think I've been south of Christchurch since then, and um, it's just so good, you know. It's just all I really... The, that was the, only, the main thing about lockdown that was... Because we're, you know, lucky enough to be yeah. in the situation we are. The only thing that was a big problem was that I couldn't play and it was just driving me a bit nuts. Is it sort of strange getting back on stage and having that experience again? Um, not really. It's kind of like you just go straight back to it. Like, <clears throat> you know how when you, like, go on holiday and it seems like it lasts forever and then you, like, yeah. back home, but then it seems like you never left. It's kind of like that because oh, yeah. we, haven't, we haven't been on the road for a year, but it kind of feels like we never left. And we've been we've been playing, we've been touring in the weekend, and we're back home yeah. every week, and that's kind of weird as well. It kind of feels like living a double life, because now that I'm home, we were only on tour five days ago, but now that I'm home, it seems like normal. But then when I go back tomorrow, it'll seem like we never left as well, you know, that kind of feeling. Yeah. Um, of course, you've also been playing festivals you know, recently, I, uh, before lockdown, like Electric Avenue and Nostalgia. How does that compare to playing sort of more intimate venues like in Dunedin? Um, I probably enjoy playing intimate venues more because people at festivals aren't there to see you, which is fine. You know, you still do the yeah. best you can. And festivals are good because they give you lots of drinks and, and food. But apart from that, it's, I mean, with the the smaller shows that we do, the more fun they are. And yeah. it doesn't matter how many people are, are there as so long as... You know, there's some, as long as it's intimate, and especially if people are actually there to see, then that's a bonus. Yeah. Um, you you are, of course, known as quite a sort of uh, live performance-based band. So do you want your live performances to be really close to your studio releases, or do you want to create a different experience when you're playing live? There's kind of two answers to that, actually, because one is that we kind of record live anyway, so we kind of, we're a live band, live recording yep. band, like, you know, like, uh, layer things too much, mm. but um, but also, um, every time we play, it's probably a bit different, like, I, I feel, I think, because we've done about seven shows on this tour so far, and each show there's been, like, a few different songs in each set, and yeah. sometimes I completely surprise the others with playing something completely filled, and I like to change the feels of songs and change the words and stuff just to keep the song alive, you know, like a, like a, um, something that's, mo- I don't know, I won't, go, I won't go any further with it than that. So almost like a very improvis- improvisational folk music style of... A- um, just a little bit. Just, just um, as far um, as much as that, like a song on a recording is just the way it was then. 
and it should probably develop through time just as anything else in the world does. You know what I mean? And so, um, but also, and also I get bored playing the same thing exactly <laughs> all the time and it's just good to have fun and be spontaneous and surprise yourself and just, and just uh, you know, let things happen. Awesome. Now, you've released two albums and you have a third on the way. Are you able to tell us a bit about where you'll be going with that album? Um, yeah, it's all done and um, we've been playing some songs with it live so if anyone wants to hear the, hear some of the album, just come along on Friday t- tomorrow night. Oh, uh, wait, no, that's next week. It's on December Friday 4th. That's right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't, um, you know, I can't deal, as they say. But um, uh, it's the music is like if anyone's heard either of our albums, which I'm sure they haven't. It's a cross between the two. It's like we we did like a a noisy album, a kind of like a fun, loose, jammy album, and then we did like a genre-based song, mm. soul R&B album, and and now this is kind of in between somewhere. And and uh, yeah, it's interesting you mentioned soul and R&B because your latest single, "Wasting Our Time." has a very sort of raw swung country style but to my ear it's got a very poppy almost motown sort of style hooks is that juxtaposition something you sort of plan to explore more with future releases i like doing lots of different styles in some ways it's i think it might be more of a uh thing that goes hand in hand in a juxtaposition because i find a lot because we're talking soul and country i find that a lot of soul translates to country music and back the other way like if you look at like music in the 60s uh you know when both soul and uh was you know uh thriving and and country music was having like a big revival and uh, a lot of the same songs were in um, bands of the of both of those two genres like dark end of the street and Do Right Man, Do Right Woman were covered by the Flying Burrito Brothers in like a country style. And then, you know, those songs are written by soul musicians and, right. and uh, known versions of them by Aretha Franklin and stuff like that. So I feel like it's all just a melting pot, really. Yeah, just mixing together sort of all your influences yeah. in one. And I think that's what people strive to do as musicians, you know, like try to get you know, mix all their influences together and see what comes out and hope that it's a, some, yeah. But, but, um, but that's, that's something you mentioned before. I, I, yeah, I totally know what you mean. It has like a, um, a, it started off feeling really sold to me and we tried to kind of like stones it up or something. Hmm. Yeah. It's a very cool combination. Uh, your tracks really focus in on topics around love and heartbreak. What attracts you to those sort of topics as a songwriter? Oh, I'm just um, following suit with everyone else, really, when it comes to that. Everyone everyone writes about that, so we may as well. (laughs) Uh, Do you have any plans for an album tour in the future? Uh, Yeah, yeah, we'll be doing that. And um, um, I'm hoping to do that in April or something like that. That's awesome. Thank you very much for chatting with us, Adam. It's a pleasure talking to you. Hey, thanks, brother. Thanks. Um, Yeah. Cheers. This was a Radio 191 FM podcast. All of our content lives online at r1.co.nz.